This is Men With Mics. I am Don Chenz, and I am here with Casey Drake, and this is your favorite podcast. What's up? What's up? What's up, Mikeys? How was AO? Was that a better intro? I, I, I made a list of different ones I'm going to try until we find a good one. Yeah, I could sense that it, like you... Wasn't com- well, I wasn't committed to that yeah, one. Yeah, you didn't commit. You weren't all the way in on yeah. it. Another but- one I was thinking of doing was going, yeah, yup. I don't know if that was like too much. <laughs> It was a sick. It was a sick rap song I listened to with Wiz Khalifa, and you should listen to it. But they were saying "Yeah, yup," and I was just saying "Yeah, yup" all week, and I was like, I should just start <laughs> saying that on the show. But I thought that might be too much too. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm. I have to hear. Just say them. you hate them. Just say you hate them. Uh, I think both of them. You're trying really hard. So what should I not try at all? I don't mind. Whatever, guys. I don't give a fuck. It's a podcast, so whatever. I'm into. Uh, I'm definitely. I side with eight. AO more than yeah, yup. Yeah, yup. Although the more I say yeah, yup, it's I, fun to say, right? It's kind of fun to say. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And I'm leaning yeah, yup. Yeah, yup. Yeah, yup, Mikey's. Um, yeah, yup, Mikey's. That's although, <laughs> I, when I, are we committed to Mikey's? Yet? I don't know if we're, I don't know if we're even committed to that. I feel like it's become a thing. Yeah, we're just, yeah, it's been a while that we've been using that one, so that might be in. Yeah, like when I see people on the street, they're like. Oh shit, Casey! Like I'm a Mikey. What's up, man? How's it going? Taking pictures, like please, no flash photography. Stop. Ah, yeah. I'm well, just trying to get my groceries. No, I haven't <laughs> let the fame get to my head yet. So I still, yeah, still in like the I'll take selfies with you kind of mode right, yeah. of things. <laughs> yeah, just don't it, get it's too still close. New to us. Yeah, you know, don't take pictures of my kids. Right, yeah, all the rules. <laughs> Casey and I are both struggling. Usually, it's just me struggling the last uh, few times or. Yeah, several you're times a fucking recently party i rage so fucking hard dude but i am if you can hear it in my voice i am whooped today i can't handle my liquor i i i've known that for quite a while now that i can't <laughs> i've i just can't i i get like i don't get drunk but i get hung over so there's just no there's no reward i just get all the downsides of it now the next day i was day. catching a bunch of heat from haley today for getting drunk and hungover having only drank Michelob Ultras. But when you drink 50 of them, when you slam beers with the best of them, that's what happens. That's what happens. I no joke. I probably had like 50 Michelob Ultras. See, see, I just can't even do the beer. It's just because like, I just can't do, I just have a couple mixed drinks and that's it. Or wine. Couple cockies, couple, couple, just have a couple cocks. That's it. <laughs> I just have a couple cockies just, and call it a night. I just slam a couple cocks and call it a night. Yeah, I should jump to cocks. Honestly, I should jump back to yeah, cocks. You should, you should be a cock guy. We're adults now. You can't be drinking Michelobes. You got to be drinking cocks. <laughs> yeah, but a night, nothing, nothing hits like a nice cold Mickey. You, but nothing hits like a nice cold cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true too. Like an ice cock with a little squeeze of lime in it. Nice ice cock. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, what nothing uh can i see your cock menu <laughs> <laughs> Got cocks? you have any special cocks on the menu yeah. <laughs> what are your specialty cocks <laughs> oh man uh 
subscribe rate review tell all your friends that you love this podcast before i forget yeah please do keep doing that you guys have been doing great told a bunch of people the reason i'm so fried is because i was at a bachelor party last night and we'll get into that because that's what i wanted to talk about this week anyway um but i was telling a bunch of guys at the bachelor party and i was just taking their phones for them yes. and subscribing yeah. and rating us five stars and leaving a review from their phone and and just saying I know you haven't listened yet but you will you will you listen. will agree with everything I wrote here in the well, review. I say to people too is I listen if you're my friend if you don't want to listen that's okay because it's a, it's a commitment we do an hour a little over an hour every week so that's a little bit of a commitment so I'll leave that for the people that love this show all the people listening right now but for subscribing, get, leaving a rating or review, that's like a, a one minute process. At one time, you never have to do it again. So you should just do it as a good, uh, friendly gesture, you know? Exactly. If you have a cell phone, you have no excuse. And then you, or you can just resort to what you did. Just take the phone back. Here, I'll do it for you. I'll do it <laughs> You'll for do you. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that's actually my, my task, my homework for all you guys this week is to take one person's cell phone, even if it's a stranger. Or just your mind. <laughs> yeah, just a stranger. Take, on it, the take a stranger's cell phone and open their podcast app and subscribe and review and leave a five-star review on men with mics go to the grocery store steal someone's phone run around with it as they chase you subscribe leave a five-star review and then just throw it back to them and keep running out of the store and then my, never go back to that store my cousins won uh <laughs> never go back to store. <laughs> find a new new grocery <laughs> find store a new grocery store need a new shop right now uh my cousin's one friend kept uh, all night the, the drunker he got he kept trying to yell out the name of the podcast to me to be like, I'm going to listen. But he kept getting the name wrong. He'd be like, yo, Casey, man in a mic, baby, man in a mic. And I was like, men with mics, man. And he'd be like, ah, oh, that's what it is. And he would just fuck it up every time. I was like, all right, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate you. Shout out if you're listening. Yeah. Shout out to everybody. But God, I'm struggling. I am too. So bachelor parties. Yeah, let's tell everyone why we're struggling. Yeah. Um, well, you all heard I had 50 Michelob Ultras last night. I drank beer. Zero cocks. Um, 50 Michelob Ultras. But you got to kind of, with bachelor parties, you got to suss it out. So you got to kind of find out what kind of bachelor party are we getting ourselves involved in here. And there's like a couple options that are on the table. Like we first get there, kind of got to understand like, are we trying to get the groom a hand job tonight or is yes. that not that kind the, of bachelor the, party? The first step is titties or no titties. That's like the first thing every bachelor party has got to get out of the way. Are we getting titties? Or are we not getting titties? I'm always the first one who tosses out the idea of strippers just yeah. to make sure to put it on the table. Yes. And then the, the horny guys perk up a little bit and you can tell <laughs> yeah, who your boys are. Horny, yeah. There's always a few horny guys in the group that are so down for that. That, you know, they frequent strip clubs, not on bachelor party nights. That's who you're looking for. Have you done that? gone to a strip club before yes they've i don't like them i had a uh quite a strip club phase where i used to really they they weird me out i don't like them why what about them because to your point like the horny guys go so then i'm like these guys like because you see the creepy horny guys and you're like shit i'm a creepy horny guy because i'm here and i just don't i don't like it i'll go no because like a creep especially if you go with the bachelor party it's a little different yeah going with the bachelor party that's why everyone wants to go when they're with the, the bachelor party. Not being the horny guy like, oh, it's a bachelor party's your excuse. Exactly. But I think there's also a big difference between, you know, going to a strip club and being a regular at a strip club. Yeah. 
Being a regular though could be kind of cool though. You're sitting next to the guy whose name they know. Yeah. And he knows every stripper's name. The stripper walks by. It's like, what's up, Jeff? They dap up as she walks by. Like she yeah. just knows him. <laughs> He's like, Diamond, how's it going? Summer, hello. <laughs> Destiny, how are you? <laughs> Although it, we don't have strip clubs like they do like in Atlanta, which is a big strip club city. People go there. It's like a restaurant too. You go it's there. Miami like, nice the state. same way. Yeah. It's like yep. everywhere. Like the normal clubs are. Honestly, we should start doing that back up north. Yeah. My favorite part about strip clubs up here, though, is they're BYOB or a lot of you can find good strip clubs that are BYOB. You just show up with a 30 rack of beer and, and sit there and just watch some titties bounce around. There's <laughs> what's, nothing what's better than that. There's nothing creepy about supporting a young woman and her right to make money off of her sexuality. That's true. And you can have the perfect combination. You could bring you could bring your nice cold cocks from home. You get cocks and titties. Exactly. A couple or cocks, beers. some titties, some Michelobes. Start mixing that around a little bit. You never <laughs> really know what's going to happen. Uh, but this one I went on didn't end up being that kind, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. I kind of tossed it out there. I did get to live out one of my dreams, though, because this party bus we were on had a PA system. So I jump on the PA system every time we were driving around and I was being the sort of tour guide for everyone, showing them the Liberty Bell and Independence Hall and the statue where Rocky ran up the steps. And I could see you being a good tour guide. I would love you to do You have a great it. personality for you. You have a bubbly personality. I would be so negative. Be like, this building fucking sucks. Like, I hate this place. All the stupid tourists come here. I never go. Like, I would be negative the whole time. Here's a statue of a fictional person who <laughs> never existed in real life. Fuck that. That they've made a fucking statue for, for some reason. <laughs> fucking Philadelphia. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I won't do that. We probably have a lot of Philly listeners. We shouldn't shit on Philadelphia. Yeah, but I feel like Philadelphia likes being shit on a little bit, like a little part of them. It's kind of like you. Yeah, you that's just, true. I've said that. Yeah. <laughs> where you don't literally like to be shit on. We've addressed like that. Hitler. <laughs> like Hitler. Shitler, we like to call him on this podcast. <laughs> Fucking anti-Nazi podcast for sure. Yeah, this is the most anti-Nazi podcast out there. We pick on Hit. We bully Hitler on this podcast. Honestly, if you don't declare you're anti-Nazi, then you're pro-Nazi. I think that's how it works. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're not actively shitting on Hitler once per episode, you're yeah. you're a pro Nazi. You are literally a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a fun one today. <laughs> we're we're our brains are gonna be bouncing all over the place. I don't know. My brain's not like I think it's like a noodle or mush. <laughs> I don't know. My brain's not working. Uh but this was more of like a white girl wasted kind of bachelor party. Those are fun too. Were except you, today, the next day. <laughs> yeah. Where you realize a couple minutes in. Oh, so we're going to be hammered by three o'clock today. Yeah, dude. I can't do those anymore. I just can't. We went to this place where they had it all worked out and they had a, a menu of options that you could choose from. And every single person there, we all got chicken wings. Weren't They weren't one of the options that we could choose. <laughs> it was like you could choose a burger, a cheesesteak, this or that. And we were all so drunk. We just looked at the waitress like, any chance we could just get like 10 wings? We saw on the real menu, they have wings. She's like, let me go ask. And she asked. And then the entire party just got wings. Every single person. That's a guy. That must be a guy thing. Cause I went to a birthday brunch, uh, yesterday and every single guy, it was the guys and girls had separate tables. Cause girls have cooties and all the guys at my table, we all got steak and eggs, all got the same thing. Same limited many. There were like five options. 
Every guy got steak and eggs. Steak and eggs, man. You and your friends. I would love to watch a table of you and your friends so much just order steak and yeah. eggs. <laughs> yeah. So much testosterone. I feel like you guys are like also like punching each other and being like, oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. steak Fuck is yeah. so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, how, how are you getting your steak? Rare? Me fucking too, baby. Yeah. yeah. The place was actually called medium rare too. And I felt like such a pussy because I ordered my steak medium and I thought they were going to kick me out. I said they should do that. They should just, it's like a test. If you order it medium or higher, they just have like two bodyguards come out and they just drag you out you're like wait no i'm medium rare i'm a medium rare they just throw you out. <laughs> the name of the place was medium rare yeah interesting name for a uh a, a steak place was it a steak place i don't think so i mean i got brunch there they you just happened to get steak yes so interesting name for a place that's not a steak place yes how about that yes good name for a steak place that would be a great name for a steak place maybe it is a steak place i don't know I don't know anything. I didn't pay attention. You ate a whole meal here and you just have no details surrounding the restaurant? I just follow the, the crowd. I just follow the crowd. You just aimlessly yeah. wander around. I hate making plans. I just do whatever they say. <laughs> whatever you tell me to do, I'm doing it. I'm the plan guy in my friend group. Really? I need you because I have a bachelor party that I have to help plan pretty soon. So, and I'm like, shit, I'm not good at this. I need so much help. Nashville. Yeah. That'd be fun. It, it's, it's the spot when it comes to bachelor parties. Or Austin. I've been to Austin for a bachelor party and that was a lot of fun. That's yeah, fun, that's a fun bachelor town. I never been to Austin. I want to visit Austin. You, though. you think we could go watch Joe Rogan live? Probably. He lives in Austin now, right? We should go to Joe Rogan live and then we should record our podcast while he's trying to do his set and see how long it takes us to get kicked out. That'd be fun content. I more so meant imagine if he let people come in and sit there and watch the four hours of rambling he does on his podcast. That'd be live. Sick. Just, Just a crowd. On. Woo! Like it's like Ellen, like the applause thing comes up. It's like, yeah. But what if it, I actually think it would be like we would be in glass windows and Joe wouldn't be able to hear us cheering. <laughs> this sounds like one of those weird sex things where it's like the people have sex, you're in the glass room, like beating in, off. To in Europe? Did yeah. you go abroad? <laughs> no. No? So, so everyone who goes abroad comes back and talks about those, those uh, places. <laughs> I've only seen them in movies. I've never experienced that. Although it's a, that's another thing where I don't think I'd feel comfortable. I'd feel like the weird horny guy. I just, I don't know. But I think you get your own little private room. You get your own little private bubble and then you just get to sit there and jerk off. I almost off. feel like that's crazier. And then people have sex in front of you. I almost feel like that's- And do weird things. I think that's weirder to be in your own private room almost. And watching someone have sex? It's just creep. Just That's like so much creepier. I don't know. I feel like it'd be better to just be in the room with them. That's what I wonder about strip clubs too is, is it better to just sit at the edge of the stage and watch like out in public or do you get a private dance and go into the back? But then they're just trying to solicit. They're just trying to trick you into giving them hundreds of dollars. So when you yeah, go get the those. private dance. Yeah. So you just avoid those at all costs. Yeah. You're the guy who the girls are walking around and asking no. to sit on your lap yeah. and you're like, move on, honey. Yeah, go somewhere else. <laughs> Barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> yeah. This guy's a fucking steel trap. You can't fucking, <laughs> you can't fucking get anything sorry, past I, this sorry, guy. Sorry, I'm poor. Next. <laughs> I could see right through those fake titties, honey. All right. Not working on me. Move on to the next one. We went to this really, really expensive strip club in New York City one time, and uh, our one buddy is sitting behind us, and this girl is sitting on his lap, and he's just like talking to her, and he was drunk, and she's doing her stripper thing where she's, she's like taking advantage of him, exactly. And uh, I turned around and I asked her, "It's like how much? Uh, I was like, how much does it cost for him to get a private dance from you?" And she said something ridiculous, like two hundred dollars. And I was like, TC, how much money you have in your wallet? 
And he was like, like 20 bucks. And she immediately got off his lap and walked away. And I was like, we need to get out of here. I was like, we're going to, one of us is going to accidentally spend $200 that we do not have. (laughs) Yeah. And then we're going to get the shit beat out of us in the back alley or something like that. That would not be good. That's true. They probably, they definitely have someone ready to do that. There's definitely a guy that that's his job is to shake you down if you don't have the money. Yeah. Ready to do that. He's like watching you the entire (laughs) time. Yeah. It's it's just another, it's like a cop clone of me. They just get a meathead, but he's like six, two. It's actually what turns him on. (laughs) He's like guys that don't pay. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, Oh, I hope one of these motherfuckers doesn't pay today. I hope there's some broke boys in here. Oh shit. Oh man. Oh, he looks young. He definitely doesn't have the money for this. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. I'm going to beat his ass tonight. (laughs) I'd probably be great at that job. Actually, I don't know, because I probably would try to fight guys and I'd get my shit rocked. Okay. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. It'd be the, the immediately worst bodyguard make, ever. Yeah, immediately make you soft, too. Yeah. Be like, oh, fuck. Should have picked this. This guy's way too big. smaller guy. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, so how was the rest of the, the bachelor party? Oh, yeah. One other thing. I completely forgot we were even talking about bachelor parties. One other thing is I love, because there was a lot of um, old guys on this bachelor party, and I was just reminded of how much I love shit that old guys do all the time like cracks me up every single time one is uh directions to places oh that's the worst that's one of the worst things that like older men and and women do that too but just older people in general they just refuse to like so this was a different situation but even in normal situations uh i a good example i was picking up a friend on the uh on the way to I was driving down to Maryland to see someone in Baltimore and I was picking up a buddy in Philadelphia on the way and his dad met us somewhere right off the highway and my, uh, our buddy jumps in the car. His dad comes up and knocks on the window and I roll the window down and at first trying to find the meeting spot to meet him, I'm on the phone and I was like, yo, ask your dad the name of the, the bar parking lot that we're meeting him at. And he's like, dad, what's the name of the bar that we're meeting him at? And I hear his dad in the background and he goes, well, which direction is he coming from? And I was like, Jesus fucking, fucking Christ. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to use my GPS. Yeah, like, just dude. tell me the name of it. And he's like, he's coming from North. Well, you're going to tell him to get, he's going to get off 95. <laughs> he's going to come to the light. He'll make a right. And then he's going to make three lefts. And then the bar's going to be right there. And I was like, thank you. What's the name of the actual yeah. bar? Finally, he gives it to me. We pull in, we get there. We're like laughing about it. And then he comes up and he knocks on the window and he's like, so you guys are going to Baltimore next, right? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay. So to get out of here, I was like, I'm just going to punch it into my GPS. And he's like, oh, oh, all right. All right. Well, you're just going to go left at the light (laughs) and then you're going to, and I'm like, dude, you're insane. (laughs) They refuse to accept that as an answer. And it's, that's one of the most uncomfortable, like minute or two of that. Like you can experience is when you just, you have to let them go on. So you're like, fuck, he's going to tell me every direction. And you know, it's a freight train. You can't stop them and can't just be like, listen, I'm nothing you say. It's going in one ear, out the other. I'm not going to do it. They don't refuse to listen. And they don't trust GPSs. Yeah, I, and the reason I never know where I'm going. The <laughs> reason they GPS. don't is because if you remember GPSs right when they first came out, I think we were probably around ten years old, like yeah. roughly, and you had to have that physical thing in your car, like the Garmin in the your Garmin, car. Yeah, I remember. I even remember doing MapQuest for a little while. Like, yeah, uh, before then, and they used to actually fuck you 
sometimes. Yeah. Like they actually didn't know where they were going. It was like a, a toss, like a 50-50 chance if you would get to the place you needed to go in the early days of GPS. <laughs> You're the GPS going, uh, maybe try a left here. <laughs> As it's directing you. Oh, shit, my bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> that'd be great if it was like Oh, that. man. This doesn't feel right. Uh, let me let me recalculate this for a sec. Hold on. This, Stand this, by. This doesn't feel this doesn't feel right. Uh, Wait a second. This doesn't look right. Let's go back to that last intersection <laughs> and try a different direction. You think you can make a U-turn up ahead? <laughs> my mom used to get pissed at my stepdad because he would just follow the GPS. And my mom, for absolutely no reason, would want to say, I think you should I think you should take this exit, or I think you should go left here. And my stepdad would be like, can i'm just gonna follow what the gps tells me to do and my mind back oh, you always listen to her <laughs> she's right <laughs> she's always right she's a computer um but another one they do is they like coaching you in everything you do if you ever go golfing with old guys they oh always my god want to give you tips on this your is, swing this is why and I they're awful golfers yes. as well they're not even good at it yes this is why I, this is why i hate golf we talked about golf recently this is really why i hate golf is because i used to always go with my dad and he is this, he's the same way as me like everything pisses him off real quick so he's coaching me but he sucks just as much as i do so he's coaching me I suck. He's mad that I suck. Then he goes and sucks and then he takes it out on me. But he's, what he's telling me doesn't even help. And it's just like a whole, <laughs> yeah. like we're all coaching each other and it's all wrong. Like if you are so good at golf, maybe you should give yourself tips. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Follow your own advice. The same shit was how we went to an ax throwing place. And my uncles kept trying to give me tips on how to do it. And I'd be like, you guys fucking suck at this too. Yeah. Stop telling me how to throw the axe. This the problem is with fun. the axe throwing places too, because those are fun, but it literally takes a half an hour when you get there just to be able to get it right. So you only spend half the time even being able to hit the target. Yeah. And it was, I, I thought I was going to get bored quicker. I did. I, I really looked at it. And in my head, I said, I'm going to throw one axe. And then say, well, that was fun and yeah. stop. It did take about 10 throws, but yeah. then I, I got pretty over it pretty fast. Really? I thought, I think they're fun, except it's, it's kind of crazy that they, those things bounce back at you. They just like, don't care. They Dude, let you drink it there. I was actually scared. Yeah. Originally, it turned out to not be as scary, but originally I was pretty fucking terrified because I've seen videos on Instagram where those hatchets just come hurtling through the air back at someone. Yeah. And as I mentioned, we're all wasted at this point. <laughs> right. You're drinking. It's the like time. this doesn't feel like they should have let us come in here. Of, yeah. Of all the of how soft society has become, it's pretty crazy that like a. It's like a hipster thing to do too. It's not even a manly, like big burly guys going there. It's like like dweeby hipster kids be like, hey, let's go do axe throwing in Brooklyn. Like that sounds fun. And then they just let people drink beer and throw hatchets that could bounce back and cut their heads off. Yeah. And nobody cares. It's like it's fine. And there hasn't really been, as far as I know, a lot of reported incidents from these places. Ah, uh, well. Maybe they bury them though. I feel like it probably is. We just don't know about it. This is like one time me and my friend, do you ever look up how many people get struck by lightning in a year? It'll blow your fucking mind. How many people get struck by lightning? It's a lot. Yeah. Like you think like, oh, I can't happen that often. So dude, I, I cried laughing. The number is preposterous. How many people get struck by lightning a day around the world? It's crazy. And it's like all dudes too. Like women just don't get struck by lightning. Only men. <laughs> Wait, I swear what? to God. I wish I had this like queued up to find the stats. It's a crazy number. 49 people a year. No, that's not true. That's not right. I mean, that's the first one I saw. Lightning kills an average of no, 49 kills, people kills, each strikes. year. Strikes. Look oh, up strikes. Okay, okay. And that and that's the crazier stat is people don't die. So it's like hundreds of thousands of people get struck by lightning and only 49 die a year. It makes no sense. 
I'm going to find it. <laughs> Keep talking. Okay. Should I just get into my weekend? Do you have anything else? I really want to oh, see- I did have one more funny thing that old guys do that I realized yeah. that I wrote down is they love explaining memes. It's like a recent thing because I think they just figured out memes and what they are. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I was saying that to my cousin recently too, is now it's like my dad, my aunts, uncles, like all my older family members, their new favorite thing now is they post memes on Facebook and then they get excited like they achieved something. Oh, I owned this guy with this funny meme. And it's always a meme that's been around. Like I've Forever. seen it 50 times for them by now. And, the, and my favorite part is, is they don't just explain the meme that they are talking about, but every time they explain it, they also explain memes in general to you. Right. They're like, it was like one of those meme things, you know, the picture with the words over top of it. And I'm like, yes, I know what a meme is. And then 30 minutes later, they'd be like, so I was on Facebook the other day and I sent the, I, somebody sent me this meme, you know, so like one funny. of the pictures with the words over the top of it. And I'm like, yep, we've gone over this. I know what a meme is. Thank you. Yeah. They're always, it's because also, Adults at that age, they're only on Facebook and they don't realize that the chain of command of when things hit social media platforms, it goes Reddit to Twitter to Instagram to Facebook. So they're sending you videos. Look at this funny video that happened. And that video went viral a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's also funny how addicted to Facebook. They're arguably more addicted we to were. Facebook yeah. than we are to any of our social media yeah, platforms. Actually. It is. It's crazy. Except for me to TikTok. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy because when we were in high school, we'd always get lectured by our parents about how terrible it is, how bad it is, like something like, and there was no real like reason behind it, but it was always just this connotation that there was something negative that could happen from being on Facebook. And like, it's so bad and we're like, got to get off of it. And now our parents are more addicted than we ever were. It's yeah. crazy. My, I always, we, uh, we should go back and look at our old, Facebook post because some of the shit that I used to say on Facebook was ridiculous. Yeah. I used to use it as like a journal. Yeah. We used to, it, the way we use social media is so different now. Now it's, it's like, we're all trying to be famous, but before we used to just say whatever the hell we wanted. And just remember, do you ever have form spring form spring? Did you ever use that? It, it was literally, I feel like it rings a bell. It, it was like yik yak. Remember yik yak? Yes. It was that, but it was just like you had it, but you remember yik yak was just location based form string was you had your own page. So you would literally just be like, Casey had a form spring and I would just anonymously go on and just talk shit about you. That was what oh, it was. Oh <laughs> shit. I remember this. Cause this is also how you would find out if people had a crush on you. Right. Right. Cause they would write that too. So sometimes you get some positive, but usually it's like, Hey, you look like a horse and then it's to a girl and then the girl would be depressed for yeah. the next three years uh-huh. of her life. <laughs> seems like a, seems like a really easy way to get, to, <laughs> to get upset people. about yourself. It was a, it was a great way to bully kids back in the day, but you, in, it's, it, you invite the bully in. Yes. It literally would yeah, be like, like, please come harass me on, exactly. my, on my, on the internet. Hey, here's a page for you to destroy myself, my <laughs> self-confidence. <laughs> hey, please make me depressed in a, like the fastest way possible. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, we should go through our old Facebook post, but we should, we should, hopefully we don't have anything bad before we do that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. That's the only thing. No, con- I think the, I don't think I have anything bad. It's more embarrassing from the aspect yeah. of like, I would like profess my love to a girl just openly on a Facebook status. I wouldn't do that, but I've had a lot of cringy Facebook things come up and I posted it onto my story and it's like me quoting rap lyrics. I was going to say lyrics. Making terrible jokes that like just aren't funny at all, especially out of context. Like, I don't know what I was singing at that time, but in my head, I probably was thought I was so sick at the time when I posted it, but you were sick. Honestly, I mean, that yeah, was I've the sick thing sick. to do. I've always been sick. Yeah. If facts. you were doing it, it was probably cool. I Fucking would say for sure. For sure. 
Did you figure out the lightning thing or no? <laughs> I can't find it. I, I just keep I'll seeing. I'll have to come prepared with that next time. I just keep seeing how many people die. No. And it's right around 50 a year die from being struck by lightning. All right. Um, always wanted to be struck by lightning. I think it's a cool thing to be able to say and survive at least. Yeah, it would be sick. It would be really cool because then it sounds like nothing can stop you. Like I'd feel invincible after I got struck by lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally I could get hit by a car right now and nothing will happen. I also, <laughs> I would imagine you have superpowers after. Yeah. You become static shock or some shit like that. I'd be sick. Is that a name of a superhero? You never saw static shock? It's a superhero's name. Yeah. You okay. ever watch that show? I thought you just made it up on the fly. Cause that it's would a be sick, so cool. It's a sick name. Dude, that show was sick. And the song was cool. It was like superhero static shock. Woo, woo. It was like a rap song. Like, oh, I hope it's better than that rendition. No, it was cool. That was a miserable rendition. Well, yeah, I'm not good. I'm not doing it justice, <laughs> but it was good. I promise. I promise it was sick. Um, is that all you got for your weekend? Old guys. That's me. Yep. Right. Old guys <laughs> and bachelor me. parties. That's me. That's so, me. So my week, I went apartment hunting. I told you I was going to do that. I was doing that Thursday. So one of, that was one of my biggest achievements in my life was I had, uh, I planned five apartment tours, two doctor's appointments all in one day, and I made it to everything on time. And the doctor's appointments were 40 minute drives away from where I was seeing apartments. Wow. Hit everything on time. And you had a date. And then I had a day later. How about that? All on the same day. All on the same day. And I didn't miss a single thing. Everything on time. I'm pretty proud of you because... Because I'm late to the, I'm late to come here every single week. So I wasn't. I'm glad you said it. I wasn't going to. <laughs> so one of my pet peeves about you is that you also act like you're not late <laughs> every single time. Well, like this I'm this morning. Far. So this morning, yeah. I texted because I had to come home from the bachelor party, and that was already established. And I texted you, and I said, "I'm going to be home at 11." And you said, all right, I'm going to get there around two or whatever it was that you said. I said, sounds good. And then you called me, clearly hadn't left yet. Or no, I was. No, actually, I didn't lie this time. Oh, you I were on your way? Yeah, I actually was. I actually got stuck in traffic multiple times and I had to stop and get gas. So like. But it was funny because you called me and it was like maybe <laughs> one o'clock, one thirty. You're like, so are you, you know, are you home yet? As if I didn't tell you I was getting home at 11. I was like, you cocksucker, you know, I'm fucking home. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm used to myself, I say things and then it's not true. So I was just <laughs> hoping you were in the same boat as me. <laughs> so I didn't feel as bad about myself. Um, but yeah, I made it to everything on time. It was a huge accomplishment in my life. I was very happy, proud of myself. Um, did but, you find the winner? So I was going to say that I haven't told you yet, but I did find a winner. I put an application. It got approved and I have a new apartment in Hoboken. I'll be moving May 1st. Shut the fuck up. Yep. God, that escalated quickly. Yeah. I literally, in a week, I found an apartment in a week. And it was actually a big thing. Like, well, first of all, I saw some luxury apartments. I'm using air quotes for people not watching. Yeah, luxury you said that apartments. to me. I have no fucking clue what that means. Like a nice building with the doorman and they're supposed to be like, you know, it's it's not gotcha, like a brownstone gotcha, walk gotcha. up. Horrible. Those are always worse they're than. Horrible. It reminds me of living in, it, it, when I go to people who have apartments there, I feel like I'm in a hotel. Yeah, so I saw one that was really nice, like brand new, super, super nice, but it felt like a hotel. And there was also only 40 units of 200 something occupied. So it was like an empty building. I was like, I'm not living here. Uh, the other two were horrible. I was seeing like one, like they just didn't even try to get the room set up. Like, I can't believe they would let me, they let me, tour. it was a self-guided tour. I go on a self-guided tour. I walk into the apartment. There's leaks on the ground. Like the dishwasher is pulled out of the thing. There was roaches in one uh, unit. 
it was crazy. It's like, I can't believe they're letting people come Can in. Can you still call it a tour if it's self-guided? I, I don't know. It's really just. And it was monsooning out. So I'm walking through a monsoon from apart from building to building. It was like a campus little thing. Just seeing terrible apartment after terrible apartment. And I was, as you can imagine, not happy. Yeah. <laughs> you not happy. <laughs> I know. I imagine you like a, a wet dog. Yeah. It's like what, sopping wet and with this miserable look on your face. Yeah. It's like, take me to the next fucking apartment. <laughs> This one, I was this doing one sucks. Yeah, that's literally what I was doing. But then I did see a good one that I saw two that I liked and I got fortunate. So the one I had an advantageous situation where the person had to quickly move out. There was a they had like had to cut their lease short. So the, the landlord had to try and figure it out, uh, like figure out, find a tenant real quick in a short amount of time. Gave me an advantageous situation, trying to negotiate them down. So I negotiated them down a little bit on the price and, uh, I ended up accepting, but beast, but something I had to deal with, with apartment hunting. And I think we should break it out now. Cause I want to, you're taking this to cancel court. I wanna take this to cancel court. So he'll been requesting. We do another cancel court. So I'm taking it to cancel court. Casey's. Cancel court coming in. Cancel court order in the court. Hold on. Hold oh, on. I don't have my gavel. Oh, where's the gavel? Make room. How's my hair look this week. <laughs> Dude, it looks ridiculous. Now, now entering the court, the honorable judge Casey, <laughs> order 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 the court does a judge usually say that for him like announce the third person their own presence as they walk into the courtroom i guess we have to do it with what we have we should have someone be a bailiff <laughs> like someone stand there and do that and then just walk out we can't even get a fucking producer we're yeah. not gonna be able to get a bailiff <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that's an easier job though maybe, maybe we can sign we just need you to sit around stand there we'll get them like a, a costume from part a cop costume from yeah. party city and they could just fucking sit there and just, and just like in case all the episodes that we don't do cancel court they just sit there silently the entire time <laughs> yeah they get, it's like the like the british guards like we just have one of those in the podcast at all times listeners if we need them we need them listeners will be listening for two months and they'll just never even know that we have a bailiff until it comes up one <laughs> yeah, episode like, yeah, yeah. like this whole fucking time there's been a bailiff there we should give him a mic and just have him breathe into it the whole time just so you know he's there you just hear him lightly breathing into the microphone now we need a bailiff honestly <laughs> i can't wait to get a bailiff on here oh man um okay taking it to cancel court and i was saying this to people so i was with friends this weekend uh down in dc and it's not a thing down there when you look for apartments broker fees you have experienced broker fees. Cancel, cancel broker fees, dude. I, I, saw, I had a feeling this is where this was gonna go, and yeah, I, I'll go off with you. I negotiated. I they were giving me a broker fee. They're like, you have to pay the broker fee. The brokers don't fucking do anything. People who don't have broker fees where you are, the, the there's literally like the real estate brokers. All they do is they put the listing up on Zillow. You hit them up and say, hey, I want to see this apartment. They just go unlock the door and then you have to pay them $2,000. It's a, it's the, it's a scam. It is the biggest. And I don't understand like the landlords can pay it themselves. So another part I was looking at, like I had an apartment where the current tenant had to, she was moving out early as well. So she was looking for herself. So the, the landlord was like, if you find somebody on your own, then there'll be no broker fee. So she was doing it herself. There's no broker fee. Sometimes the landlords will cover the broker fee as they should. So you're too lazy to put up the listing and unlock the door. And then it's my job to pay $2,000 <laughs> yeah. for that person to you. They, they don't before the internet, there was probably a reason for it because you have to, you need to work with somebody to find what apartments are available. It was probably more difficult. But that would be in that scenario, you 
as a buyer would go to a realtor and say, right, I would like to rent an apartment. Will you help me find one? Find what's available. And in that situation, the realtor would say, sure, I have a fee of this much money that you have to pay. Right. But when you, the buyer, go find an apartment on your own using the Internet. There's absolutely zero scenario in which you should owe that person money. There's no, they literally unlocked the door. That's all this guy did. And they don't even need him because the person who was living there was, is still there. If you're the landlord, just call the guy and say, Hey, someone's coming. Were clean they up home? the fucking apartment. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy, Oh, that's weird. The apartment was not clean. So he like, he's like, hold on one sec. And then he's like ruffling inside, trying to clean it. Uh, the whole apartment shoving up. things. It's yeah. like straight out of a cartoon. He's shoving everything he owns underneath the bed. <laughs> yeah. So it was probably a fucking mess before I got there. But what do I need this guy for? He was a nice guy. I've he's toured, fucking useless. I've toured messy apartments before. I've never toured a messy apartment with the person in the apartment. Yeah, could you so. imagine if I just walked in and just shit on how he set the apartment up or how it was dirty and it's like, dude, you really need to get your life together. <laughs> but, but you you didn't say it to him. He was yeah, just talk to the he broker. He was just sitting in yeah. the room and you're talking to the broker <laughs> or like talking to like, you know, the broker being like, "Oh yeah, like I could see if you know, I don't really like the way this living room's set up at all, but if I set it up like this, I would really like it in here." <laughs> yeah. The furniture is really walk, ugly in here, but I could get some nice stuff. You walk here. into the bedroom and you're like, yeah, if it wasn't so fucking messy in here, I could see this bedroom looks like it could be really nice without all the mess everywhere. Yeah, yeah, the person just in the next room, like, what the fuck, man? If this wasn't uh, set up by a complete moron, I think it could be pretty nice. It has potential. <laughs> oh, man, look at this balcony. It's a shame that the last person that lived here never used it at all, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I negotiated them. I feel like I got scammed because I only negotiated half. So I have to pay half the broker fee. But I, and I'm mad at myself because I've always uh, said I refuse to pay broker fees. This is the first time I ever paid a broker fee in my life. Well, there's a checkbox on the website you use that you can look at apartments only without. Yeah, I fees. do that. But sometimes they like they'll still show up. Sometimes it just it depends. It's also all the best ones have a broker fee. So we're kind of we're in a stranglehold as apartment finders. It's just it's so unnecessary. Wait until you own one day and you start renting out. I'll do it myself because I don't want to pay the broker fee. Like you don't, but you won't pay the broker fee. It'll be passed on to whoever the fuck found your apartment on Zillow. Dude, it's so ridiculous. It's absolutely insane. It's one of the more insane things we do. It's now illegal in New York City. It should be illegal. They don't do anything. It's they're just just give me money for putting up a listing online. My favorite part about the pandemic is when we all agreed at a group as a group to start shitting on landlords and realty agents <laughs> when they were all crying, dude, uh, p- crying poor and saying, yeah. if you don't pay me my rent, then I have a mortgage to pay that I'm not going to be able to afford. Well, then you should have overextended yourself, buddy. Yeah. I mean, also, sometimes I understand like the small landlords, but like my New York apartment was this big management company and they were fucking douchebags. And I was I was literally trying to pay that. I was trying to find a way to give them money and they were ignoring people because Cuomo passed that law where you didn't have to You like he had some laws that they are executive orders yeah and like so they didn't want you to ask questions to figure out how to fuck them over so they were just not answering people like just wouldn't pick up the phone when i was trying to find a way to give them my money and they were not answering me (laughs) fuck them dude yeah i hated my management company my old one but uh, i hope i like my my uh, landlord now i should have i i was mad at myself though so i said i wanted to negotiate the broker fee totally gone and i didn't i should have read art of the deal i would have been able to get rid of that broker fee i think yeah. Yeah. I think that I, my negotiating skills just aren't up to par, I guess. I don't know. Um, I'm not even sure 
what the tips are he gives in Art of the Deal. That would actually be a funny one to try and read through. Maybe it would have worked. in your next negotiation. Yeah. Like word for word. <laughs> if I Take just, a passage from the book. I just read a chapter from the book to them. <laughs> actually, bring the book with you and open it up. That's just an intimidation <laughs> factor. Like, fuck, this guy like, means fuck. This guy means fucking business. Oh. <laughs> the, the, the broker calls landlord bad news. He has Art of the Deal in his hand. He read it. The landlord's like, shit, fuck, just fuck, give him the fuck. apartment for free. <laughs> there's, a, there's like a... One of those injury law firm people that that was their commercial. I think it was a local one in my area growing up, but they would like, you know what I'm talking about? No. The law people where they're like, like, did you get in a car accident? Oh, uh, yeah. And blah, blah, blah. Like call. Yeah. Call Monthly, Monthly, and Monthly. Oh, yeah. What's the one in New York? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Our brains don't work right now. Yeah, I know. Right. But anyway, that was their thing is the, they would uh, pick up the phone and the person would be like, Hey, this is so and so from this law firm, and then the guy on the other line would go, "Oh no!" <laughs> and then it'd be like, and it'd be like, insurance companies hate when you hire this company, <laughs> and they'd be like, "It's bubble." Wait, that's really. And then it'd be the and the assistant. It'd be the assistant on the phone, and the assistant would go, "Uh." Hey, hey, boss, it's blah, blah, blah from Munley and Munley. And then the boss would go, oh, no. <laughs> Wait, I love that. That's fucking <laughs> Like, fuck my life. Yeah. And then the whole Not thing was again. like, insurance companies hate when you call Munley and Munley. <laughs> That's a, great, that's a great commercial. You just put like a gun in their mouth. Like, no, my life is over. <laughs> 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 I was like, that was like that. That's a real life commercial. Do you know that? You know the don't. Just shoots himself. <laughs> Do you know the the don't smoke weed one? No. The one where the guy's like, uh, you know what commercials I'm talking about. They're like, don't do drugs commercials. There's like a bunch of them. The one where the girl's like flat on the couch. That yeah. <laughs> the one like where the girl like, has a pancake on her couch. And then there's another one where the girl talks to her dog. Do you no. know this one? No. Her dog, she like looks at her dog and her dog's like, hey. And like, <laughs> can talk to her. And, and then she's like, confused that she could like hear her dog talk and then her dog goes i don't like you as much when you're high <laughs> that sounds sick i'm going to smoke more i talk to my dog i always want to talk to my dog couch one but then flat there's a- one's great which just the girl just becomes a pancake she smoked yeah. a jay <laughs> i smoked a jay and literally every pothead watched that and we're like i want to fucking smoke She's, that, that shit. girl's fucking stoned yeah like that looks like a good saturday Oh. No, but the reason I thought of that is because there's a gun one where they, they like smoke weed and then the guy's like, hey, look at this gun. <laughs> and then they're like, don't play with that. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> he shoots himself on accident. Uh, you've never seen this one. I have to show it to you after this. <laughs> yeah. so but he's like, hey, don't play with that. And then it goes. Uh, one of my one of my fa- <laughs> going back to memes. One of my favorite memes ever. It's not a real like it's a joke. It's not a real like weed ad, but it's like a kid sitting. He's like sitting on the floor with like his hand, his head, and his his eyes and his hands like crying. And it just says, "I smoked pot once. Now I'm gay." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it always, it always makes me laugh. <laughs> like it's a fucking weed ad like that. 
<laughs> he just wants, he's so depressed because he smoked weed once. I, I smoked weed now I'm gay. Okay. Now I'm gay. I, I have it saved in my photo, like my album. <laughs> I use it from time to time. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, dude, that's, that'd be so funny. Just the insurance company calls and every person just kills himself. <laughs> <laughs> or just sell, or just like gives them like the, all their money or their house. Not again! Oh fuck! <laughs> Here, take my wife. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, that'd be so funny. Oh man! Like here, take my car, my house, and my wife. And the, <laughs> they just, they just kill themselves. And the lawyers, so the lawyers are always like rolling around in convertibles, like yeah. and, like vroom, pulling out. <laughs> they're, they're just doing like angels and like, like hundred dollar bills, just, <laughs> just making phone calls, and everyone's just giving them everything. And the fucking insurance company guys under his desk in fetal position, <laughs> crying, naked, like oh, like oh, not again. Money and money took everything I own. <laughs> Uh, oh man my stomach hurts oh man fuck that's good we were, whew, okay <laughs> so, yeah, so, so broker yeah, fees <laughs> so about broker fees cancelled <laughs> oh man yeah dude fuck them They're, they don't they do nothing but yeah so if you don't live in New York you don't know it's a thing that's a fucking thing but it's just recently got a like it was no longer a law so people who live in New York know it's a thing still because yeah. it, it was getting like out of hand. It, it originally was probably, I, I imagine it was like a couple hundred dollars. And then they just kept going up until they it's got to month, yeah. the full month of rent. And they were like, okay, well, we, there's no possible way we could get more than a month of rent. And then some motherfuckers were like, what if we get a month and a half out of these yeah. cocksuckers? What if we just ask for 10 grand? Like, <laughs> it's crazy. But I was mad at myself because like, I just really wanted to negotiate them down. And I, I was... It's hard with negotiating because it's I, I I couldn't figure out how far I was pushing my luck. Like I kept pushing them down, so I pushed them down fifty bucks at first. I pushed them down fifty bucks and half the broker fee. Then I said I wanted them down another hundred and no broker fee. They came back with still half the broker fee and just another fifty down. So then I was like, Do I really try to put my foot on their neck or do I just? Because also this is gonna be my landlord, so it's like, Do I really? Am I gonna shaft this person that I don't have to deal with? Like, I don't know, and I. I pussied out, so I don't know if I'm gonna regret that or not later on. But I was happy I got a hundred dollars off, dude. I um, twelve hundred bucks a year. I would always love to. I, I just like always dream to know what they say after they're done in a negotiation with me. Yeah, like in my mind, I picture them going back to their boss and being like, "That motherfucker can negotiate, yeah. man. He's good. He must have. Oh, we got it. We got a good one today. <laughs> but in reality, they're probably like." Another fucking Another sucker. Another fucking idiot. Another fucking idiot that just took the $100 off that we had built into the offer to, yeah. to, to give them. I know. I should have. I felt like I should have done more, especially because they only had a few weeks until their part would have been vacant. But Chris Voss has this negotiation technique where you just have to get people to say, you get to get them to answer yes to questions, I think is... Uh, the way he puts it. So, so they're just like, fuck, I have to keep saying yes. Like they just become an idiot. Like the way you ask them questions is you get them to start saying yes. And it's like this confirmation bias sort of thing. So it'd be funny if you ask questions that are just completely unrelated to the negotiation. <laughs> like you're just like, um, so, you know, weather's nice today, right? Yeah, like, it uh, yeah, it is. So back to the deal we were just talking about. <laughs> Want to give me $500 off? Like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I actually do. <laughs> Uh, your wife's definitely not a whore. No, no, she. And you're like, Fuck! I blew it. 
<laughs> Give me your money back. Uh, all right. Um, we can get into stories, I guess. The only other thing I had with my weekend was I got locked out of my friend's apartment and I had to sleep in a hotel, which is honestly one of no, the most. What? Honestly. Buried the lead on that. One of the most mature things I ever did in my life. Because in the past, I would just be like, fuck, like, what am I going to do? I'm How'd gonna- you get locked out? It's like one of those nicer buildings. They felt they went back early, fell asleep. Nobody answered. We couldn't get inside. We so it was a couple of you. I thought I pictured you just as a lone ranger staying out later than everyone else on your own. I was like, who the fuck is this man? Did I not predict you at all? So we so we're waiting. We're waiting outside the front door. Couldn't get in. We ordered DoorDash McDonald's delivery. DoorDash sucks, by the way. Cancel. I should have done that. Cancel fucking DoorDash. I've never had them deliver all my food. They always forget stuff. But we had the food delivered to the front door. I feel like you're a hard time. Yeah, for sure. You're a tough, tough customer. Yeah. (laughs) No, but I mean, do you bring my food I ordered? I don't think that's like a good, that's a high bar I'm setting. (laughs) I I guess, but you know, it's like when it happens time and time again, you have to question, is it you or is it the company? And they just fuck me over on purpose. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so they delivered our food and then we walked across the street, checked into a hotel. Um, and they're like, we only have a handicap room. Do we care? It's like, and they're, and they're like, oh, the view's not great. I'm like, dude, it's 1 a.m. I'm just, I don't give a fuck about the view. And the worst part was they were training this guy. This guy's like, sorry, I, I'm getting, she's training me. I'm new. And he's like taking forever. And I want, I want to look at the woman. She's just letting him struggle. It's one in the, I was like, Hey, train him tomorrow. I want to go to sleep. And then I end up sleeping on a couch. I even, I checked into a hotel and slept on a couch. Um, that was my I'm night. trying to think about like per hour because you still probably had to check out by 11 a.m. Yeah. So you check in at 1 a.m. The rate you're paying per hour is probably so insane. Yeah. But you got to do what you got to do. But that was the most mature thing I ever did because normally I'd be like, oh, I got I'm going to go sleep somewhere and try to figure it out. I'm going to try to like climb the get onto his balcony and get in through the other door. You know, I would not something stupid like that, but I just got a hotel. How- so that means I'm not poor because I could afford it. And I'm sure. Did you obnoxiously blow his phone up? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you got to do that. Yeah. You know? and I just wanted answered, to make sure so. you, I was wondering like how, how long you waited slash how hard you tried before you gave up and went to the hotel. We tried for a while and we tried as long as it took McDonald's to deliver our DoorDash. Like, or DoorDash to deliver our McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's <laughs> McDonald's deliver my DoorDash. Uh, all right, let's get into stories. Stories. Um, so the first one was the Jake Paul and Ben Askren fight, which happened last night. Did you watch it? I watched the highlights and I read about it. I didn't watch it live. No. So I watched it live. That was why I got to my friend's house late or his apartment late. You were watching it like at a bar or something. I was watching it at like another person's apartment. Gotcha. And it was one, a waste of time for, cause the fight took two seconds, but also I don't understand why just give me, just give me the fights. They, every single fucking artist who's ever lived per, did a concert. They literally had, uh, it was like the West Coast, what do they call it? Like Mount Rushmore or something like that. They had Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, Too Short, and E-40 performing. Why do I need to see E-40 performing? I want to watch Ben Askren and Jake Paul fight. You hate E-40, don't you? I hate you? E-40, yeah. Is but he the same, look up in the sky, it's a bird. Look up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane, yeah, that guy. <laughs> but it's like, why? I don't know. Justin Bieber performed, which is cool. So we Dude, perform. She's hot. Sick. Doja Cat. What are you complaining she's about? But just I just Mr. Watch fucking the- complainer over here just had every fucking all star <sighs> throw throw down bangers for him. But were it, they bangers? The, I couldn't even hear. We didn't have the audio playing, so I was just watching oh, them perform. Of course, no stress. wonder you didn't like it. You just watched people walk around on a stage, is what you did. Actually, you know what else I want to cancel? I should have you put the wig on again, but we can skip that. Time zones. 
Time zones. Time zones. Cancel time zones. In America, we should all be on the same time zone because the sh- the fight didn't start until one forty five or twelve forty five in the morning, and it's because like oh well, West Coast time. Well, fuck the West Coast, dude. You're Get being, on the same fucking time. You're being a coastal elitist. They're a coastal elitist too. We should all just be on the same fucking time. Why am I up till one a.m. for to the watch farmers, a fight? bro? For the farmers, so the farmers can grow their crops. Which Think is the most it. ridiculous thing of all time. Yeah. We have this huge inconvenience in our life where I, I not necessarily uh time like zones, daylight savings. but daylight yeah. savings that we all still agree to do because of farmers who <laughs> yeah. no offense couldn't like could not matter less. But also it's like I don't think it the daylight savings makes a difference for them, does it? Like I don't think they probably don't, I don't give think a shit anymore. Way. I think maybe yeah. like two hundred years ago. Yeah, they probably don't and also Arizona did. doesn't even do it. Arizona just says fuck it. They don't do daylight savings. Did you know that? Yeah, because yeah. it's so because they're like they're the only they smart fucking, ones. They fucking hate the amount of daylight they have there already because yeah. of how fucking hot it is all yeah. the time. That they're like, we are not about to make more daylight for ourselves. I want to I want to talk about abolish the police, abolish time zones. I want no time zones because then we could all watch the fight at the same time at a normal fucking time just watch it at seven and go to bed at a normal time i think a lot of people on the west coast also pretty much operate on an east coast time zone yeah when i work with people when i work with people out there they're like yeah we wake up like at 6 a.m because they wake up when the market opens right exactly so should that be the time zone for everywhere in the u.s everyone should be on eastern eastern time zone yeah you would want that that's what i want self-centered motherfucker uh, that's exactly what I want. So, uh, the fight, if you didn't watch, Jake Paul knocked Ben Askren out in two seconds. If you know who they are, Jake Paul is a YouTube, famous YouTuber. Ben Askren is a former UFC fighter who is, he's really a wrestler, not known for his striking. Um, and he Former got, NCAA champion wrestler. He was an NCAA champion wrestler. He was a champion in other, like, not the UFC. He was in Bellator and one, champ, and one championship, and he was a champion in both of those promotions. Um, and he was good. But not, he was a very bad striker. So they did a boxing match, and he got knocked out very, very quickly. He was trash in the UFC, wasn't he? Uh, he lost his last fight. He got knocked out by Jorge Masvidal by that knee in like two seconds. But he was pretty good. He won his two fights before that. So he was like yeah. good. Yeah. But he was he's a terrible striker. Yeah. he Everything I read about it said that it looked or that they thought it was fixed. Like It he, was for sure fixed. It, really? For sure. He's a pretty good... Pretty good acting if he didn't actually go down from that he, shot. He well, dude, he he has been in the UFC. You watch there were clips of him fighting Robbie Lawler, who's a beast, slamming him in the face with four ounce gloves, basically nothing, and he's fine eating him and keeps operating like nothing happened. Then Jake Paul comes out and one punch KOs him and he's like on the ground, just done. Yeah. Like, there's no way. You, you just get, all of a sudden get knocked out by one punch when you used to eat punches for days. So do you think he was paid he, I mean, to he, throw the fight? I don't think he was paid to throw the fight, but, I mean, he got paid a lot of money, and he's like, why do I need to fight? And it's really for Jake Paul. Like, this is all a way for Jake Paul to come up and fight someone like a Conor McGregor and get a huge payday. He's planning strategically, too. Like, uh, you know who Dylan Dennis is? Uh, yeah. Dylan Dennis, if you don't know, is a he was a like champ, like a, one of the best jujitsu grapplers in the world. And he's in Bellator right now. But Jake Paul and Dylan Dennis hate each other. And Jake Paul wanted to fight Dylan Dennis. But Dylan Dennis is coming off a knee surgery. And he said on another podcast, he was like, hey, I want uh, some time. Like, if you give me a month, I can fight. I could do the boxing match against you. And Jake Paul was like, no, 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 no. Like, I need, like wouldn't let him recover to do the match. 
And then he fought Ben Askren, who one is not is a terrible striker, and two just had a hip replacement. Just had a hip replacement. He had a hip replacement after he retired and got a hip replacement. So he, he was also looking a little chubby. I don't think he looking, worked out. He's looking fat as hell, like never worked out. I thought he was trolling. He'd post videos and he was so bad at boxing. I was like, this has to be a troll, and he's actually better than he's making himself look. Um, but Jake Paul was trying to find somebody. He I, he's just trying to progressively get better. Like he fought Nate, he fought another YouTuber and won. Then he did a boxing match against Nate Robinson. Like okay, now he's doing an athlete. Then this time he's going okay. He was trying to find someone who's in combat sports, but not a striker with an injury. Right? Either Dylan Dennis, who's he was trying to fight Conor McGregor, wasn't he? He I think he's trying to work his way up to Conor McGregor. But I think there's like steps. So now like every time he's kind of slowly getting better. Like. He was trying to fight Dylan Dennis, who's not a striker. He's a grappler and coming off a knee surgery or a Ben Askren, who's fat, out of shape, just retired, got a hip replacement, also not a striker. Like he's trying to strategically pick his matches to convince all of us that he could stand a chance against a real fighter to get the huge payday. He's like operating a real life WWE. Yeah. Heel story. Right. So people like hate on him, but I think he's smarter than all of us because we're all eating it up. Oh, I stayed up to watch the fight. I think any, I think most of these, although with TikTok, you kind of have to say this with a little bit of a, uh, like take it with a grain of salt. But I think these kids that made it big on YouTube are fucking brilliant. Yeah. I think they know how to great marketers. They know how to work the system and game the system when it comes to TikTok, sometimes videos that like the one of me cooking the lasagna for absolutely no apparent reason, just go bananas. So yeah. I don't think those kids are all that smart. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube, I think there's a lot more that goes into it probably than. That was like the wild, TikTok, wild west. Yeah. yeah. That's like how they say <laughs> people, it's really popular now to say that uh, everyone who lived in the 1900s was smarter than we are now. Have you seen that trend going around on the no. internet? What? Yeah. People just love, because in order to survive and manage and shit back then, like you had to have been smarter and like the things that people discovered and invented yeah, that's true and now we just like don't invent anything new and we don't discover new things only like the really like smartest of the smart do right yeah so, that's true i could see that so like people are just making this argument that like we're we just we're ke- dumber. continue yeah. to get dumber as a society it's probably true because everything's more convenient so maybe I, i'd like to believe where the internet has made us all a little bit brighter but maybe not i don't know i think it's so funny though to think like now, like we were, even though it didn't work, we we're like, oh, like the lightning strike stra- fact, we could just look it up. Whereas before you would say that and be like, yeah, shit, I don't know. And then you just move on. You just don't, you can't even look into the fucking question. Like now we just look it up in two seconds. Seriously, I, it's going to be so much harder to parent your kid. Yeah. Because like growing up, I know everything. I just used to believe everything my mom said. Yeah. I just thought my mom wouldn't tell me something she didn't know was true. That's true. And then you just slowly come to realize with your parents like, oh, they're just kind of guessing making shit up yeah Yeah. (laughs) they're just kind of fucking guessing not intentionally making shit up all the time but like just saying that it's true and hoping that it's right yeah so uh moral of the story is i think it was rigged i think ben askren just took the fall there's also a video of him he's kind of laughing as he walks out there's a difference between that's what i was trying to ask you clearly do you think like jake paul was in on something or do you think ben askren just threw the fight I think hmm. because Ben Askren didn't care or did Jake know? I think Ben Askren didn't care. I think Ben Askren took I think Ben Askren took the fight knowing that like Jake's supposed to win. Like I think that was 
in the beginning stages of the negotiation, like you're here for Jake to win. Like you're not here to make this a real fight. You're here to build up the suspense, get people talking, and you're just like a pawn in my big game. So I think I think Ben threw the fight, but he threw it like that was the agreement basically going into it. So I think Jake wasn't on it. I guess I'm saying interesting because I think Jake Paul's got some heavy hands. He man. does. I think he does. But I think it's like I think Ben Askren didn't train because I, I and Jake Paul was like a, a good high school wrestler growing up and he's kind of always been into this stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised. And I feel like he trains hard as yeah, fuck he for these does. things. Yeah. So I, I don't think that he would be in on Ben throwing the fight. I think it's possible that maybe like his managers might have, but I feel like he really wants to be like a fighter. Maybe he doesn't need to because he is, as I was saying before, strategically picking these guys, knowing like this is a guy I'm like I can whose ass I can kick. Like he's tricking us into thinking that the other person has a chance of winning when really he knows this guy has no chance. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like he's picking chumps, right? He's picking. He's intentionally picking chumps. Or he like I literally said he was trying to pick combat sports fighters, but that are not they're not strikers and were injured. Was literally who he was trying to go after. Dylan Dandis and Ben Askren both fall into that category. I mean, he did go after Conor McGregor. I guess you could make the argument he knew Conor would never say yes. But I think nah. But see that I don't think it matters. Like I think once he gets to that, the result doesn't matter. He won by that point. Once if, if he fights a Conor McGregor, once that's agreed upon and he gets the money, he won. Win or lose, because what happens if he loses? Like, well, he's supposed to lose. Conor McGregor. He's in a no. He's in a win-win situation once he gets to that point. If he loses to Ben Askren, we all say kind of no duh, probably because we're like, oh well, he was a UFC fighter, blah blah blah. But like, he never got that big payday. Once he gets to a Conor McGregor, where he has that huge payday. He got the huge payday. If he wins, everyone's like, holy shit. If he loses, everyone's like, well, he should have lost. It's kind of in a weird way, like Conor with Floyd. Right. It's the exact same thing. Once got like Conor lost, and we're like, ah, well, I mean, it's Floyd Mayweather, no duh. Yeah, and we were like, did you see those first like? Six rounds when Connor was actually kind of kicking ass for right. a little while. That's all Jake Paul's trying to do. That he fight just, was so sick. Yeah, I was very depressed after that fight, though. That's one of the, my favorite fights I think I've ever yeah, watched. It was great. Um, all right, should we go to the next thing? On to the next one. So we've got A-Rod and J-Lo. J-Rod, snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. Broken up, back together, broken up, back together. Finally broken up once and for all, it appears. A-Rod's getting in his feelings on... Instagram taking like weird videos of yeah he's like taking a video of like he seems to have gathered all of the things of him and JLo that represent him and JLo in one area and he's just like listening to sad sad, music, yeah. sad songs and what's that he's listening to that new sad song uh that everyone's been loving on lately the driver's license driver song. yes yeah. yes that song yeah. oh man i forget how it goes but it's like the saddest breakup song of all time and it actually is like it that thing bangs like yeah i could listen to that song i love listening to sad songs when i'm sad love making myself more sad the best thing about being sad is making yourself more sad with sad music are you uh you're definitely like a a crier not really oh no, no, not really. I'm emotional. <laughs> I'm super emotional, but I don't cry. Like, I mean, I will cry. I get emotional, like sad videos. I guess I get teary eyed, but I wouldn't say I'm a crier. Dude, I get pretty teary eyed. I actually, something I get ridiculed for, and then I'll get back to the Rotted J-Lo story, is I started crying at an episode of Worst Cooks in America. Because <laughs> like this guy, dude, he... <laughs> 
his name's David and he just like was a legend throughout the the season and like was a weirdo and then everyone came to love him and then he finally got kicked off at, at the end and everyone was crying and I just started welling up. That's so funny. And Haley was like, are you fucking crying at Worf Cooks in America right now? <laughs> Embarrassing. Yeah, I, I get teary eyed. I wouldn't say I'm a crier. The older I get, the more often I get teary eyed at like sad movies or sad videos. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah, that's probably true. Actually, when I was younger, I didn't like care enough. I start to- swallowing like de- I'm like... <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I'm fine. Uh, so pretty cringe way for A-Rod to cope with this breakup. What do you think is the correct way to cope with a breakup? What do you think you should do? Uh, or drink. how do you get back at an ex? Either you, either one. How do you cope with a breakup and or how do you get back at an ex who dumps you? So in, in typical like me being a little bitch fashion, I'm not a get back at an ex guy as much as I'm like a you know, maybe she'll change her mind kind of guy. That's the mindset I feel like I always find myself in. Yeah. Where I'm like, wow, like maybe if I, you know, text her and just tell her, you know, I really like the way that she went about the breakup and thought it was really mature of her to to let me know and, and just talk break, about how great she is. <laughs> yeah. And break it off like now and, and be honest with me. Things like that. Then like maybe she'll reconsider her decision. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think a lot of people, their strategy is usually like either a sympathy thing like A-Rod's doing or they're like, oh, I'm going to go have fun and show her how much fun I'm having. And then you people posting things like, look at me partying. Look, oh, I'm with girls. Like that so kind of here's, stuff. A, here's what I think happened. And I think this happens with all guy girl breakups is it's like a few was it, it was like four weeks ago, I think we were talking about when they first broke up. Right. The rumors that they were starting to break up or they were having problems. Yeah, they were having problems and A-Rod was caught liking and slipping into this reality TV girls, DMs, DMs and all these things And maybe slipping out. in somewhere else. Who knows? <laughs> so here's what I think happened is it's always guys that usually get bored in the relationship first. Or are, I won't say that. I think, I'll say it's 50-50. I think most of the time it's like a guy who decides they're either bored in the relationship or they want to try something new and spice it up and blah, blah, blah. And they decide to either break things off with the girl or unfortunately cheat on the girl or do some shit like that. And then a few weeks later, and then a few weeks later, the guy is like, Oh no, like I don't know what I did. I fucked up. Why would I do this? I fucked up. And at that point, that's when the girl has come to the realization that she's hot as shit and she don't need that guy. She don't need no man. She could find a different guy real quick. Everything you own in the box to the left. <laughs> I, I, that song talks about that, right? I I could have I could have another you in a minute. Matter of fact, he'll be here in a minute, baby. Yeah. So that's the story. <laughs> Of every breakup. And I think A-Rod and J-Lo just went through that exact thing. A-Rod was slipping into DMs, trying to get out there because I bet you they broke up even before he started slipping into DMs. And he was like, oh yeah, like I could get out there. I could do it. And then he was like, J-Lo baby, please take me back. I want you back. And she was like, okay, I'll take you back. And then she realized this isn't going to work and yeah. broke it off with him officially. I think it, to your what you were saying, I think it's true. I think it goes both ways for guys and girls. Um, but I was thinking like most of the time people like what they were doing, what I was like, what A-Rod did, which is brutal. You should never do that. Post the sympathy things. It's gross. 
Uh, you don't should, post anything, guys. Yes. That's Turn what I was off say. your social media. But not even just to like, just don't see it or to not embarrass yourself. I think not posting anything is actually like, if you want to get like talking about getting back at her, I think that gets back at her more. Because if you start posting, like, look at all the fun I'm having, then there's no mystery. I see what you're doing. Like, oh, he's just doing that. And it comes off like you're doing this to make me mad. It might work, but I think a lot of times people see through that. But if you just go dark no, so and nobody sees anything, like, what is he doing? So here's what you do. You go dark. You don't post anything. But you like her posts. So she knows he's on social media still. He's not off of social media, but he's not posting on social media. Yeah. So what, what is he the, doing? What is he doing? Yeah, I think you got to be like, the and he's liking, and he's liking my posts, meaning like he's not salty about our breakup. Yep. So he must be fucking every girl he <laughs> sees. Girls' imaginations will go to crazier places than what you could ever post online and come off like you're not overcompensating. It's so true. That is so fucking true. The other option you could do though, I think, which is next level, but I don't think most people have the balls to do this, is you fuck her new boy. You fuck her new boyfriend? Dude, what better way to get back at a girl than just every time she gets a new guy, you just fuck her new boyfriend? That would, she'll lose her mind. Seriously. You'd be be so in her head, she'll she'll be like, fuck, this guy, he just, that's the way to win a breakup. You just fuck all her new guys. What, uh, do you think you could pull her new guy fairly easily? I don't know. Have you ever tried to pull a guy? I've never tried. Like maybe it's really easy. I've never tried. That's a good point. Yeah. I think that's the way to get back at her. Cause like, well, I mean, what's a bigger own than that? Yeah. I'm trying to think of one. Maybe if you need to bang her boyfriend, if you, (laughs) if you bang her new boyfriend (laughs) and her sister (laughs) and her brother, just make it go all gay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Ba- just just bang everyone she loves because <laughs> the sisters the sisters the traditional one so there's almost like a nod to the classic way to get back at your ex yeah while being a little unconventional an unconventional <laughs> new twist on yeah. getting back at your ex i think that's a good way to get back at her that people haven't tried i think it'd be successful yeah i think it would work for sure yeah i think it would definitely okay. work okay fine i'll take you back it's just so it's so dominating you know it's like you're you're the alpha and that like because if you bang her boyfriend it's like well my boyfriend's kind of a beta then in that situation. He, my ex-boyfriend's really the alpha. And then she'll take you back. Done. My ex-boyfriend fucks. <laughs> so so if A-Rod wants to get J-Lo back, whoever J-Lo dates next, A-Rod has to bang him. Which will... I, J-Lo feels to me like a, like a waiter. Like she's going to find some young waiter. Yeah, she's going to... Or like... A, it's going to be like the typical backup dancer who's just in great shape. He's 25, you know. Yeah, backup dancer on her tour, something yeah, like that. Something I like, like that. that. Yeah. Some... I think she's acting in something new right now. So like some extra. Yeah. <laughs> someone who's not even in the actual... They're not credited with anything. They're just yeah. in the, the background of the show. And she's just going to have him walking... Like her pet. Because if you think about it too, from JLo's perspective, if you go for a guy like that, there's really no way for A-Rod to like get back at her almost because JLo's the top dog probably of like women, especially at her age. You know, I don't know anybody who's at a higher level than she is in terms of attractiveness, fame, money. And then she goes for some, cause like guys, usually your way you're like, Oh, I'm going to get money. Like I'm going to be more successful. But if she just goes for a guy who's like, not like super successful and doesn't give a shit, you just, it's like, well now what do I do? Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you bang your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. That's one. And <laughs> then you fuck her boyfriend. Yeah. Wait a minute. Now all the pieces are yeah. starting to come together. Um, and then, you know, like most guys or most people, they go out and they spend their pain away. They do a little shopping, maybe right. get a couple new outfits to be feeling good about themselves. Things like that. A Rod went out and bought a sports team. It's true. He did. He bought the Timberwolves. You see, Anthony Edwards didn't know who he was. But if you're going to go out and buy a sports team, like don't go to the the clearance rack. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The, the Timberwolves <laughs> really are the clearance rack. You went to the clearance sure. aisle. Aren't they like the worst? Te- I think they have the worst record. Is that true? I think of all sports franchises over some last like whatever number of years, the Timberwolves are like one of the worst teams ever. Yeah, they're like, pretty awful. Yeah, they're horrible all the time. I every think, year. But they're also like poor. Yeah. They don't make a lot of money. That's probably why I was able to afford them. He tried buying the Mets and couldn't get them. Couldn't afford them. Can so. you imagine if him and JLo got the Mets and then this yeah, happened? That'd be crazy. It trying would. to decide who gets the Mets. Yeah. Could you imagine that JLo somehow got full ownership of the Mets and, J- and JLo was just literally running the Mets? That was it. She already was running the Dolphins. What do you mean? She used to own the Dolphins. JLo owned the Dolphins? She's a part owner. Really? With her former man, Mark Anthony. <laughs> I don't know. He owns the Dolphins either. Yeah, they own the Dolphins together. That was like, like a, majority or minority. I mean, for sure, minority. For sure. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. Dolphins that. are the Dolphins. Yeah, fun fact. They could barely afford the Mets. They can't fucking <laughs> afford the Dolphins. That's true. Uh, what's our next one here? All right, uh, Kid Cudi wore Kurt. Uh, he performed on SNL and he honored Kurt Cobain because I think it was the anniversary of Kurt Cobain's death or his SNL performance. Do you know which one it was? It was the anniversary of his death. I don't know if there was an SNL performance uh, related maybe. to this. It was an album cover. Gotcha. So then he did. Or no, it was a magazine cover that he was yeah. tributing. So he did one where he wore this famous like sweater kind of thing, fuzzy sweater that Kurt Cobain wore, uh, who was the lead singer of Nirvana, if you don't know that. And then he one time uh, for the magazine cover, the case you said, Kurt Cobain wore a dress. So Kid Cudi had an off-white dress that was similar to the one Kurt Cobain wore that he wore to perform on SNL. The it's a nice dress. It was a nice he dress. Cute. I love floral. That's something about me. You should know. Actually, if we're going to continue to be podcast co-hosts, I love floral. I like love. floral. I like, um, I like flowy at the bottom. It was flowy. nice and flowy yes, at the it was bottom. Nice and flowy. Catch a little breeze. You can maybe catch a little cheek. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just it, kidding. He looked Just nice. Kidding. He, looked he nice. did. He did look nice. Although, you know, you can't do anything right these days that's all i'm gonna say yeah he was trying to like tribute kurt cobain and you know whatever and kurt cobain i think originally was doing it as like a jab at gender norms back before it was cool to make that's jabs true. at gender was, norms uh i guess yeah i'm trying to think who else would do that like some like rockers did that like i feel like david bowie kind of did that i feel like some other guys yeah, like david maybe, bowie not even kind of for sure yeah, did that yeah but that was back before it was in in vogue to yeah, I guess. and now like everyone loves fucking with gender norms right that's the kind of the thing that i guess we're talking about like oh you can't do anything right these days so i'm gonna say he didn't do it right <laughs> i'm gonna fall into that same category but i think so that, let me tell you how he didn't do it yeah right. well i think the problem though is that now it's it's too easy to get applause for that it's like do you want to iron on it's like do you want to honor kurt cobain do you want to get the applause like i think the sweater vest the sweater thing he wore was like a nice touch it was a nice way to honor him but then the dress, I think, was less to honor him and more for the shock value and for the applause. Because once you go dress, it becomes now you get applause from people who that's like because it's the trendy thing to do. Example, Harry Styles did that recently. But he, he's 
he's not getting um Harry Styles wore a dress recently. Yeah, Harry Styles wore a dress for some mod- some photo shoot thing, or it was like a GQ cover or something like that. And everyone's like, "Yes, yeah. like, oh my god, this is so like he's so great because gender norms don't matter." Like it just it seems like too much of a plug and play kind of thing. Like, oh, wear the dress and everyone claps for you. It um, seems like that's what he was going for. But he's getting some heat from the uh, trans and cross dressing crowd. I think cross dressing is fine. Does people really have a problem with cross? I feel like everyone's cool cross dressing now. I feel like that's fine. Fun story. When I was in high school, we went to the state wrestling tournament. Okay. And like, you know, wrestlers and coach wrestling coaches and their dads, they're super hyper masculine men. Yes. And like most are gay, but like won't admit it or say <laughs> That's it. why they're rolling around with dudes. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so like they're really self-conscious about how gay they aren't. <laughs> and so so we go to we stayed at this hotel and we're sitting there eating dinner and we're looking around and all these ladies are gathering around us and we start noticing closely we were at the country's biggest uh cross dressers conference like we were staying at a hotel that was housing Oh, at the same time? At the same time. Oh, shit. <laughs> me and my whole wrestling team and all of our coaches and the wrestling dads and everything are all staying in this hotel with the world's largest cross-dressing convention. It was hilarious. You want to see old men squirm? Yeah. They're like, they're not oh, handling I, that well. I don't know how to feel about yeah. what's going on around me. <laughs> yeah. Get out of those seals. It's, like, it's like a commercial. <laughs> Put on a pair of Wranglers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the commercial I love where it's like, I, forget, I think it's for progressive or guy. It's Geico maybe where they're talking about like, don't be like not becoming your parents. And there's, there's like a bunch of old guys in the coach and then uh, someone with blue hair walks by and they're like, don't look, don't look, don't look. We all, no, he goes, we all see it. Yeah. We all see it. Says, yeah. Blue, blue hair. <laughs> blue. It's literally that. <laughs> yeah. I love that fucking commercial. Yeah, I love that My commercial. favorite one of those is, the one when the guy starts with, if you printed out directions to be here today, you're in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure it was a lot of like that commercial basically was what you, the dads were all dealing with. Mm-hmm. That's funny. But uh, I mean, I didn't really care that much. It's a guy. About- <laughs> That's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care that much about the dress, but I do think that it's. You think he's clout? He's clout farming. I think he's clout. Is that an farming. expression? Clout farming. Which it now is. Now it is clout farming. I think he was clout farming. Clout farming. Clout chasing. Whatever you want to call it. I think. I think you could have just done the tribute without like getting the because that's like applause for outside of the tribute. Like wearing the sweater. Wearing the sweater. Did just he sing that. a Nirvana song? No, I think he performed his, just his songs from his last album. Just his newest songs. Yeah. Does anyone still listen to Kid Cudi? Yeah, I liked his last album. Actually, it was really good. Really good. And I'm actually not really a Kid Cudi fan, to be honest. Like, I like his old, like, I loved his music. I I liked his music. I never loved it like other people do. But then I loved this new album. It was good. I like the one song. Crush a bit. Little, little bit. Roll, roll it up. up take, take a, a hit. hit. Feeling. Oh, feeling like no, that's fine. Okay. We're I done. mean, we're, we're done. Sing, we don't need to sing the whole song. Uh-huh. But uh, also, fun fact. Um, there's a big conspiracy. Maybe that should be the first one we dive into for like a full on conspiracy episode is do you know there's a huge conspiracy surrounding Kurt Cobain no that like he didn't kill himself and he was killed by someone murdered for what reason it was something to do with like Courtney Love his girlfriend and 
some shit because like everyone says he was super depressed and then he the story is he shot himself with a shotgun but there's documentaries one good one that uh i haven't watched but haley's told me to watch it's called soaked in bleach all about how he like there's no way he would have been able to hold the shotgun in that angle and yeah, like probably real far away from him and stuff and yeah. the way like the the trajectory of the bullet that like went the way it went through his head like he would never have been able to like hold the gun like that and pull the trigger still hmm. and so basically it, it seems as though he was murdered by courtney love because of something to do with money i don't know i'm down to dive into that yeah we should do that Coming soon. That sounds interesting. I like the conspiracies. I was going to make an inappropriate. Kurt Cobain's will be our first one. I was going to make an inappropriate joke about that. A call throwback joke, but I don't want to get canceled yet. I was going to make a joke about that. He must have watched. Maybe he would just watch that commercial. (laughs) 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 Didn't make that joke, guys. I would have made that joke, but I didn't. Okay. Uh, maybe he was maybe he was the head of an insurance company. And yeah, maybe he just had. Yeah, that's his, a conspiracy. One of his clients uh, called Lenahan and Dempsey. Yeah, maybe maybe uh, they haven't ruled oh, that out yet. No, oh. <laughs> they haven't ruled that out yet. <laughs> Should we call it our day? Recommendations. Yeah, do it. Um. So my recommendation this week, uh, is to do something positive for the Earth this oh, week. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot you said you were gonna do this. Yeah. Yeah, so it's Earth Day this week. I also had a correction come in. Apparently, Earth Day and Arbor Day aren't the same days. Interesting. Mind blowing to me. I don't know, but my friend who's a teacher told me that Earth Day and Arbor Day are not the same thing. Fun fact. Everyone's learning today. So sorry, guys. Fuck me. You can never (laughs) believe a fucking thing I say on this pod. What are are my words if I can't, if they're not truth? Yeah. Um, But yeah, do something positive for the Earth. So go buy a plant and plant a plant. Um, plant to plant go plant to plant go to your low if you're gonna buy a plant go to your like local greenhouse plant shop sort of place don't go buy a plant at walmart or home depot or some shit like that find your local greenhouse if you're in the tunkhannock pennsylvania area um i love creekside gardens they're fucking great there go to creekside gardens gorgeous plants um buy something plant something go out and pick up some trash um what else? Oh, I challenge you for this whole next week. Try not to use a single plastic bag. See if you can do it and see how easy it is to actually do. And then if it is super easy for you to do, try and do it every day moving forward in your life. Just anytime you walk into a convenience store or any store and they ask you if you want a bag or they go to put your things in a bag, tell them, no, you don't need a bag and figure it out on your own. When you go to the grocery store, try and bring your usable bags. It's not that hard to do. And if we all do it, it makes a big difference. Here's a question. Something I thought of that is difficult. I, I think would be difficult to do without plastic bags. Maybe you give me a solution. Picking up my dog's poop. What would I use in, in place of a plastic bag? That is a, now it's a sticky situation. I think a lot of people wonder that. I think um, a sort of like glove mechanism, maybe. You could reuse the glove. That you can wash. No, like I a wash it. Like a tall rubber glove you would do dish dishes with. I feel like you got to do something. Pick up your dog shit and then you throw it into a garbage can. You think? Ugh. But what about can, are rubber gloves bad? For, I guess rubber gloves are bad for the environment too, aren't they? Like throwing them out? Probably. Dude. I don't know. No, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm not in the state of mind to be able to back the environment to, <laughs> to tell you everything right now. Okay. I, um, there's so, it, it's tough because there is so, like so much shit you come across where when you're trying to be good for the environment, 
like pretty much everything you do these days is not good for the environment. Yeah. So it becomes a difficult battle, but it's just like- You gotta start somewhere. Exactly. And I think not using plastic bags at the grocery store and when you go into like, is the least you could do. And no straws, obviously. Oh, but then- No straws. Uh, no straws. Uh, no straws, Chens. <sighs> I'll try that. Do you like turtles? Turtles are cool. Okay, every single I've time never you met use a, turtle, a straw, though, really. you kill five turtles. Five? Fact. Five? Fact. F how five? For every straw you use. Look it up. Google it. It's fake. Fake news. What's your um, song this week? Okay, my song this week is... It's called Barry Bonds by Dollar Baby. Uh, it's a great song. Sounds it. Barry Bonds. We never miss. We on the run. They're going to listen to it right now. Yeah, Spoiler alert. It's great. Uh, and he actually... Uh, may I won't say it because I don't know if that's supposed to be a secret. But uh, it's a great song. He's a producer. He's like produces all his own music too. So he's very talented. Dollar Baby, Barry Bonds. Great song. Sick. Good episode. We battled through. Battle through. Hungover. It. This is going to go down in the books as the hungover the, episode. The, the most hungover episode of Men with Mics to date. There's probably another one soon. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Love you guys love as you always. Guys. Subscribe, like, review, all the good stuff. Tell me you love me. Put the five in the blunt. Keep it still like a key.